Hello everybody and welcome to episode 20 of Gaming Fix. That's a big number for us. Like, some of you are probably close to 20 years old. <laughs> I'm like halfway there, yeah. Yeah, so Alex is 11. Um, and today we're going to be turning half it... of 20. Today we're going to be turning it all the way up to 11 which is why I use that number. Uh, and talking to you about the latest and greatest two to five to 10 year old video games. Um, so today we have uh, myself, your chairman, Sam Harrison, as always. Um, well, except for that week I wasn't here. Uh, <laughs> our uh, uh, CTO, Alex. There was also a week when I wasn't here. International Relations Officer, Andre. I was also gone one week. It's all the same week, even. <laughs> Erica, who held down the fort that week. Yeah, well, Allison did the bulk of the work, but she wasn't here today, though. Rick Peace. Allison. <laughs> and uh, as always, our best boy, Pat. I missed two weeks in a row once. <laughs> you were in a car for like all of those two weeks no I was in a car for three days <laughs> it felt like two weeks I don't know it was really great I, everybody should do it once speaking of things that are really great I think we've all been playing video games which we all love Alex I, I think <laughs> we, haven't all been, we haven't all been playing video games <laughs> Alex, you've been playing a video game. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we've become more awkward as the weeks have gone on. <laughs> well, all I said, Alex, well, you've been playing a video game. I expected you to go, yeah, I have. I've been playing so and so. Well, well, Sam. <laughs> I I did play a video game this week. <laughs> um, I played a very old video game, actually. Uh, have any of you guys ever played Gary's Mod? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I haven't. But okay. So, I played a lot of Gary's Mod when I was in middle school, I think. Yep. That's what I was going to say. It's old. Uh, <laughs> it came out like shortly after Half-Life 2 came out, which is in 2004. So... It's been around for a while, and it's basically just a playground to mess with everything in the Source engine. So any model you can think of, any level, etc. And it has a whole ton of mods. So I was playing one of the mods that's still kind of popular, uh, and it's called Trouble in Terrorist Town. So um, when it comes to tabletop games, have any of you guys ever played stuff like, uh, I don't know, Mafia or Resistance or even Secret Hitler? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yes. like, basically at the start of the game you're handed some kind of role, and then you have to play that role. So, in <laughs> in the case of, like, Secret Hitler, you're either a fascist slash Hitler slash one of the good guys, and then you have to try, if you're one of the bad guys, you have to kind of lie, your, lie through your teeth and say like, no, I'm actually good, trust me, this is why. 
Uh, it's basically that, but like with way shorter rounds, because <laughs> a game of Mafia can take hours, a game of Resistance can take hours, etc. This each round of this takes five to ten minutes, and there's a, uh, the roles include the innocents. So you're fine, you're cool. Uh, you have the traitors, who are the the bad ones, and you have a detective. Then there's a whole bunch of other like other weird little roles, like you have the survivalist, or you have the phoenix, or you have the jester and stuff. But the main three are innocent, uh, traitor, and detective. So innocent are just normal people. Traitors are trying to kill everyone else. And detectives, if someone dies, they try to figure out who did it. And... They, the detectives are given a whole bunch of tools, like uh, you can get a jetpack if you want to fly around, you can get a DNA scanner to find out who has been near the other player after they died, or like there's just a whole bunch of variables. So rather than being uh, in that card game, like, like, like your resistance, where it's just you as a person kind of defending yourself or making actions and stuff like that, like it is actually very interactive and you're able to do cool stuff like... Uh, as a traitor, as the bad guy, you can get, like, uh, C4 bombs that you can plant and set, like, 45-second timer and be like, okay, I'm gonna lead everyone over here so that in 45 seconds they all blow up, or stuff like that. So, I don't know, it's a really, really fun game to play if you have, like, I don't know, six friends that you can get together, uh, or if you can get onto a server that's relatively active, but, I don't know. Have you guys ever tried it or similar in Gary's Mod? The closest thing that I did to that in Gary's Mod was I played, um, there were like mods and game modes, I guess, that were on like an honor system where people took different roles in like role-playing servers, but it wasn't role-playing in the traditional sense. There was actual like stuff to do. Um, yeah. Like people had objectives that were, you didn't have to like talk like your character you could just be like your job was to protect the bank. And there were people who wanted to get in and take the money from the bank. And that was like their, their goal, but it was yeah. made so that different pieces all fit together. So that was like one thread of what was going on in the server while there was totally different stuff happening on the other side of town. So it was interesting. That game has like an interesting way of like allowing freedom in game design the trouble is trying to get people to actually do it <laughs> sometimes no totally and uh role playing has something to do in this game as well like we were all on discord when we were playing and mm -hmm. like let's say pat shoot like i'm innocent and pat shoots me as a traitor uh if he kills me like i can't ghost i can't be from like oh i'm dead and i'm gonna tell you everyone it was pat it's like if i'm being shot by pat for the duration of me being alive, I'll be like, oh, it's Pat, or, like, it's it's him, or if I die too fast, it's like, it's Pat. So, <laughs> it, like, there is a bit of role-playing in that sense. Yeah. But. I think the interesting thing about something like that, I would be really curious to try playing it, because, um, so Secret Hitler, I'm normally not a fan of these kinds of games. I don't particularly like Werewolf. I don't like Mafia um, pretty actively. Uh, I avoid them because I generally don't like games where there's a narrator that's doing a lot of like, um, I don't know. Sometimes it feels like those games, they end up being like too icebreakery. And I don't particularly like the way that m most narrators characterize things when I've played. And like, 
I don't really like the whole like sit in a group of 13 people and have a narrator kind of in a cringy way tell the story of how someone died. It's just like, I don't know, that part of it I don't like. But what I think is amazing, Secret Hitler is one of my favorite board games probably ever. Agreed. And what I think is amazing about it is that you don't need a narrator for one. There's really not much creative content that it asks you to provide at all, but it sort of naturally funnels you into playing a role without any kind of cringiness about it. And it's very, it's like a very, um, I don't know, it gets you thinking in that mindset and working that way. So I say all this because I'd be interested to play something like this where if I didn't feel like I had to role play, but I was doing that without thinking about it, which is what Secret Hitler has you do. And I would say, I would say, if you like Secret Hitler, this would be a really good game to play with friends. Cool, because <laughs> yeah, it it is it is that experience, but boiled down to a bunch of really short, discrete rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, looks like too for people interested in it. Um, Secret Hitler is on Tabletop Simulator. Is I've played a lot of it on Tabletop Simulator, and that's a great way to play it. <laughs> I would like to play more of it on Tabletop Simulator. A lot of my friends I played it with are no longer. Uh, I don't live near them, but. Uh, I've recently started a board game group with some friends here and uh, was found out the other day that none of them have played Secret Hitler. So <laughs> I'm very excited to make that well, happen. Well, maybe we should have a tabletop fix sometime where we, we stream us playing tabletop simulator because that <laughs> would be great. Of, instead of um, we talked briefly about Jackbox earlier, instead of that, we should totally play Secret Hitler on tabletop simulator. It's <laughs> really <laughs> fun. But nobody's allowed to flip the table, which is what happens every time I've played t- table top to my I think in you, you can, version, you can lock it. You, you, can, you can turn that off as an admin, yeah. yeah. That's usually the first thing you do. <laughs> um, for a cool little bit of perspective, when you were like, I was playing Garage Mod in middle school in 2004, I bought that game in my first year at university. <laughs> That's not that much difference. I then returned Half-Life 2 because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to play and enjoy this. And I was right. I don't like that game. Oh, dear. Wow. I liked it a lot. That's a different discussion. I liked it a lot at the time. But anyways. I I bought a open copy of the Orange Box for PC from a used game store. And the code in it worked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, speaking of things that are working for you, Andre, you've been playing a very cool game. Dragon Ball Legends. Is it very cool? Hot, no. Okay, I was going to say. It's, <laughs> if, like, if you like Dragon Ball, it's, you know, it's got like cool flashy Dragon Ball stuff. But uh, no, I've been playing the Space Ninja free-to-play Destiny like uh, Warframe. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why. I was just like, I, I kind of want to play like the destiny loop but like fuck destiny right now and i don't want to buy the dlc so i booted up warframe because i watched uh danny o'dwyer's uh documentary on it and i thought that was really interesting uh just like kind of the history and Mm. like it looks rad as hell like the the way you can move you can do like these like you can like slide and then jump and then do like a bullet dodge thing or like bullet time kind of dive and you can just like fly across the maps really fast, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like, I don't know, that's kind of the funnest part about it is like the jumping around and like flying through the air. Uh, when I first started on it, I was like, oh, this is really fun. 
you know, uh, good combat, decent combat. Um, and then now I've gotten to the point where like the free to play stuff is like kind of getting in the way. Uh, I've I'm like I got enough stuff to like make a new Warframe, which is kind of like how you have your different abilities um, and like is your like aesthetic for your uh, character, and you can switch those out. But right now it takes like. 12 hours you have to make three components for, to make the warframe and those take like 12 hours each you can make them at the same time but uh and then making the actual warframe takes like three days how long does it take so, you but, how long does it take you to pet a cat uh, there are no cats there are like weird there were space dogs but uh, i haven't i haven't been able to find the thing i need to make the space dog without spending like the premium currency which since i'm playing on playstation i got i have some like free premium currency uh, i had some people give me some tips um just like hey focus on this here's where you can do this don't do this uh so that was a little bit helpful but now i'm at a point where like i just i need better stuff and getting better stuff takes a really long time in that game mm. I think that's what's kind of turned me off for like between Destiny 1 and 2. I played it for like two or three months, uh, like a few hours, like an hour or so a day with a couple of friends. And it just didn't didn't scratch the same itch for me. Uh, it, it did originally, but then when the grind slowed right down and I realized there were 100 systems I hadn't interacted with, I was like, oh. Yeah, the, the mod stuff is like really crazy it's like apparently damage stacks in like this insane way where like you have like an electric mod that does like plus 100 damage or whatever or plus 100 percent damage and then you have a uh like a frost mod that does the same thing and those stack multiple uh, like they multiply with each other so you're going from like one damage to like then doing two and you're doing like four and it's just like what is going on so has has the community crafted like the perfect build then uh i mean there are so many different builds like because there are so many warframes and then they're like the prime warframes which are even better um like i'm so far from being able to craft one of those that i haven't even really looked into it um like there are definitely like okay if you're doing this mission you kind of want to do this to get through it easy but it's just kind of whatever your play style is it like auto match makes you into um missions if there are people playing them so there's kind of like some of the stuff i'm getting to a point where some of the stuff is pretty hard to do alone which is annoying because like some of the missions i'm trying to do like people aren't really playing them so i've got no one to uh play with uh so that I, I can sit on the menu and go okay come on someone join someone join but it, they never come we're seeing like all by myself <laughs> yeah no no then i play dragon Legends. <laughs> i i have the same problem with to me like warframe um when i play destiny the way that i play it is like i want and I think whatever criticisms of Destiny you have are probably super valid. So I'm not here to like <laughs> say that game is better than Warframe because I don't think that either really is better. Um, when I play Destiny, what I want is to like 
shoot a hand cannon for an hour and then switch over to a pulse rifle for an hour. And then like, I want that, like the variety that comes from once you've capped in destiny, you probably have three or four different exotics you could use and swap out. Um, whereas Warframe is the kind of game that it offers a similarly satisfying gameplay. Although I think that the actual shooting in destiny is like kind of unmatched largely, but pretty good yeah. in Warframe for, for uh, being free to play even now, even not for being free to play. That's not a derogatory. I didn't even mean it that way, but it's like, you need to invest in, I got this assault rifle and it needs to be leveled up. So I need to grind out its level. I need to grind out mods for it. So it's like, I have crafted this gun. I spent three weeks getting the materials to craft this gun. And now I need to use this gun for the next, you know, 50 hours to develop it and i can yeah. totally see how that would be appealing for someone but i'm so like oh i fired rat king for a while now i want to switch to mida multi-tool and and that's just not warframe just isn't that kind of game it's the same reason that i have issues with uh mech warrior online because like that game is super fun and interesting but i want to like play a game as a catapult and then play a game as an atlas two different mechs and yeah each mech by itself is like a $40 purchase or a hundred hours of grinding. We could so. have, we, we could have a very long talk about whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I'm yeah. Sure. I think that kind of sums up my thoughts on a lot of like the loot stuff is I want to be able to change like my warframe. And I'm like, you know, at the beginning I can understand like, okay, we're going to have you in the one. But it just takes so long to craft the new yeah. ones. Yeah. And like getting new weapons and stuff. And like I've gotten a few new like blueprints for weapons, like primary weapons, and just not as satisfying or good as like the, the first weapon I was able to buy. And like, so I just feel like, oh, God damn it. That game is very. The thing about it that I think it could, that it definitely deserves praise for though, is that like, there is nothing in that game that you can't get if you're willing to put the time in. Like, it, yeah. they don't lock... Nothing is locked behind a pay, paywall. Now, when new Warframes come out, the Prime version of the Warframe costs, like, $130. And they come out, like, every three or four months. <laughs> so you could easily be spending, like, $500 a year on that game. Um, but uh, most people don't do that. No. Yeah, that's... Yeah, uh, and if anyone's at least interested, I'd say check out that no clip documentary that Danny O'Dwyer made because it's really fascinating. It's a really good documentary. It's also, also that game's yeah. lore is based on the ending of Dark Sector. Really? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is a digital extremes game. Well, they they wanted to make basically they had been wanting to make Warframe for like a really long time, and then they're like, no, you're gonna make Dark Sector instead. And like, isn't the character in Dark Sector named Tenno or something? Yeah, yeah is. which is Warframe is a Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Pretty crazy. It's yeah, yeah. But watch that documentary. It's like the whole Warframe references Dark Sector throughout the entire. Like, it's very intricately tied. It's not just like spiritual successor it is a sequel canonically to dark sector it's really really weird that's super cool actually i didn't know that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dark sector the first ever ps3 xbox 360 game to be revealed to the public and anyway. you know not as bad as people give it crap for not a great game the, but not terrible that the one with like the glaive yeah. the guy with the glaive game okay 
Hey, Andre. Hey, Alex. Related, but not entirely. What is your favorite no clip documentary? What? Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Uh, I, I don't know. I like, I like all of them. Uh, like, that's, oh man, I'm trying to think of them. I really like the Horizon one because I really like Horizon. But I, just, I think Danny is like bar none, like making the best video game, like content, informational content out there. Like the production value is just like fucking incredible. And like I was find myself when I watch like other stuff, I'm like, man, Danny O'Dwyer is so good video and it's not really fair to like other people to be like oh they're not as good as danny but just i'm always consistently amazed with how well he puts like um the like interviews to the b-roll and like the the story he weaves throughout those they're all really good uh so yeah the final fantasy 14 one is like incredible i my mission i watch those like bats are back that's like three hours i really yeah (laughs) I really like The Witcher one too, but that's because I really like The Witcher. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love the Doom one because that one was just amazing. Yeah, but uh, there was, the, all, yeah, yeah. There, there was also the one with uh, yeah. uh, 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 the Splunky dude and the Frog Fractions dude and stuff. That one was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the small projects one. Speaking of things uh, that aren't video games that you watch on a television, Erica, you haven't played any video games, but you have watched some things on the television or laptop or other screen. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, the only video game I played this week is still that Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery nightmare, which, <laughs> like, I'm in year three now. I just started year three yesterday, and that game is getting buggy it's been crashing on me like there are some times where you have to like touch the screen in a certain shape to do like a spell or whatever and then the shape won't come up but if you don't trace it right then like you know it doesn't work so it's like that's been not just one ninety nine. you can stop all these bugs Uh, i i maybe i would (laughs) have That's not an option. The only thing I can pay for is more like more freaking energy. energy, which is you know you use up immediately. So. I just came up with a new business model though. Mm. For maybe Bethesda might be interested in. You get the game <laughs> for fifty dollars, and then if you want it to not have bugs, you just pay another ten dollars. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I, just, I, I, I think know. I think they would go. You pay sixty, and then you pay another. 16. <laughs> yeah, you pay another 60 for, for the 10% less bugs version of Fallout 5. For patches. Yeah. Yeah, it's not so a good So what one. animes have you been watching? So, I've been watching... Alright, well, first... I just I don't I don't watch anime like it's not it's not something that I've ever had an interest in up until like very very recently <laughs> I watched Yuri on Ice last year I watched Maiden Abyss when we did that I liked both of those a whole lot and uh, so I don't know I just decided okay let me watch some anime <laughs> and so I've been watching My Hero Academia um, I'm not caught up yet I, I'm like probably about halfway through season two right now they're on their third season 
it's real good. <laughs> it's really, really good. It's wrestling, but it's not wrestling, but it's wrestling. Like, it's all the good parts about wrestling, but in an anime. <laughs> Erica, who's, uh, your fa- who's your favorite character? Oh, God, you can't do that to me. <laughs> um, I like Tsuyu a lot. I like Shoto a lot. Um, oh, God, I don't know. Who's dark? Who's dark bird guy's name again? I can't remember it. Oh, uh, I don't know, but I like him oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. They they have a lot of really good characters in that show. It's just everybody's really interesting. Um, I like the invisible girl a lot too. She's fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's just like um, it's it's in a world where everybody has a quirk um which is just kind of not everybody but most people have a quirk um which a lot of people use to be like a superhero or you know sometimes you use it to be a villain and this kid uh is it just follows him and his like superhero training school and like his class and just there's it's really good. It's real dumb, but it's like a fun dumb. <laughs> it's like, it's very funny. I was surprised how often I find myself laughing in that show. And it's, I don't know, it's really goofy in a good way. It has really good comedic timing. And I highly recommend it. It's on Crunchyroll. <laughs> uh, Alex, maybe you would know. I keep seeing the show Little Witch Academia on Netflix. Is there any relation? There's no relation, but it's also really good. It's made by Shaft, so if you've ever watched, like, uh, well, actually, Madoka Magica or Kill a Kill or anything like that, it's made by the same studio. Why, why do they have such a similar name? And, and they, they like their academia. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like it's not like a spinoff. It's like they've got like the heroes over here, and they got the like the witches over here, like yeah. like rival schools. Man, that'd be Google cool. Is a different thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so school days. Um, yeah, like, oh, man, I've been, I've been like this close. All right, so Hot Topic has a sale right now, and I've been like this close to buying anime shirts, and I hate myself for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got a Goku shirt too, but it's like an act. It's not like. It doesn't have Goku on it. It's not silk. I saw some but socks, like some All Might socks that oh, have man. like his like his spiky hair like on the top of the socks, and it's so good. I want to. That sounds perfect. Probably get those. Uh, Erica, just so you know, uh, yeah. myself and Cheska are completely caught up to the current season because the last episode aired last night, and it gets real good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, stays, it stays very consistently great up until the latest episode so far. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm like, I'm worried about it. Like, there's there's a New Japan tournament going on right now, and I haven't been watching it because I've been watching that instead, <laughs> which is not like me. Um, but yeah, so the other the other anime I've been watching or I've watched because I finished it was uh, Madoka Magica, which is on netflix um and it's a magical girl anime which i understand is a thing (laughs) i think sailor moon yeah sailor moon yeah (laughs) um so yeah that that show was very interesting um 
I don't want to give too much away, but essentially it's uh, these girls can, you know, make a contract um, with like a magical being to become a magical girl and they have to um, fight witches, essentially. Um, and they get in return for their for making a contract, they get like one wish granted for them, like no matter what it is, they get it. And it's first of all, it's like probably one of the nicest looking TV shows I've ever seen. It's got like style. It is so nice looking, but yeah, I don't know. I, I want everybody to watch it, but like I feel like, I can't say too much about it without giving stuff away. <laughs> it's so good, though. <laughs> you should watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, think I, I watched it because Alex told me to. <laughs> and Allison. I can't take sole credit. But uh, have you, like, without talking real spoilery, have you had the desire to go back and rewatch the first episode? Because it, it after the ending, it recontextualizes everything that happens, and everything that happens in the first episode makes sense. Um, no, but like th that, like opening scene in the first episode, uh, like, I mean, I watched all of the episodes within like the span of like maybe three days, like uh, they were all pretty close together. Um, so like, I kind of remembered what happened and I was like, oh, right, that's that thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, now, now you make me want to watch it. Maybe I will. <laughs> but, yeah. This is the dangerous road. This is going to lead to you watching the whole thing again. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was sleeping on anime, you guys. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know it was good. Like, I don't know. I just had something. I guess I had like a bias in my mind that it was like you know for horny teenage boys mostly. <laughs> just to be uh, fair. <laughs> to be fair, there's a lot of that. <laughs> there is a lot of that. There's also, it's, I think that the bigger issue or the bigger thing with anime is that the stuff for horny teenage boys is, uh, in many cases, very prominent. Yeah. I would argue that in pretty much every entertainment medium, there's a lot of stuff for horny teenage boys. <laughs> Just so happens anime is more front and center than the more uh, quality products. Yeah, like, yeah, and, and in both of those shows, there's definitely... Like, you can tell, like, hey, this is for horny people, I guess. Uh, yeah. but, you know. In, in Madoka? <laughs> a, a little bit. There's, like, some upskirt things a little bit here and there. And just, uh, I mean, the theme song, like, the, 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 during, like, the, the theme credits, like, the, the main character is naked at some point and there's like a, a second version of herself and like their boobs squished together and they get real zoomed in on that when they do that but you know it's like it depends on I guess your tolerance for that sort of thing and I, I don't know I guess maybe I was more forgiving than I probably would be if it was a western show <laughs> I think that part of it too is um, a lot of the sexualized parts of anime are things that are that like they have very overt beat you over the head with it moments and those you never stop noticing but there's a lot of like kind of minor things that aren't as noticeable and when you've watched a lot of anime you're just kind of like you don't notice them anymore after a while i know that's the case because i didn't watch any for a long time and then um earlier last year i watched uh it wasn't yuri on ice but 
I watched something because I had watched Yuri on Ice, so I had Crunchyroll. So I was like, oh, I'll just put something else on. Why not? And I was like, oh, my God, this is really – this is insane. And then I showed it to a friend of mine who watches anime consistently, and they were like, eh, that's not weird. There's nothing weird in there. <laughs> yeah, there's something weird in anime always, I think. Yeah. As, a, uh, as an expert anime watcher now. What I will say, and I'm, again, I'm not really trying to defend anime or say, I think it'd be interesting, though, to take elements of our live action television where the same thing is true in a lot of cases. Like, yeah. there's a lot of subtle over-sexualization in American live action television. And I would be curious if you showed that to somebody from another culture. Maybe Japan wouldn't even be the right culture to, to do so. But they might have a, have similar things to say to about our television as we would to anime from japan it's just i think it's all super interesting yeah i yeah i highly recommend anime i watched, I watched the opening <laughs> for madoka magica uh, in muted in another tab and that girl is extremely way too young to be nude in that opening movie yeah it's middle school <laughs> Right. I, I mean, yeah. manga is filled with that kind of stuff too. Like Dragon Ball, like OG yeah. Dragon Ball has like Bulma naked taking a shower with Yamcha Pervin on her through like the window of an RV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not Yajirobe. That seems like his bag. No, no this this is Yajirobe. Yajirobe had not yet entered the fray. Uh, this is in like the first like five issues of the manga or something. Uh, what what's the other? Oh, Ronma one half is like whenever yeah. Ronma gets wet, they they transform from a boy to a girl or back vice versa. And so like they go in the shower and then suddenly they're a different gender. But like they're like oh yeah we're gonna show just like here's some boobs and butts in the shower while they change from boy to girl and stuff. Like, okay, okay I guess. <laughs> so it just becomes like a like it's like kind of not as big deal because like of like hot spring culture and stuff like obviously you're not supposed to perv on people but they're just like oh yeah people get naked in these places yeah <laughs> that's very yeah, true but I, I don't know the context for the madoka magica uh madoka, madoka magica uh despite looking like a children's show is very much meant for adults <laughs> yeah <laughs> for what it's worth but like even with shows that are aimed towards kids in anime like if you look at like Roroni kenshin slash samurai x or something like that like there's still a lot of like cleavage and boobs and like there's harlots yeah. and whores and stuff in that show and it's it's aimed at kids who are like seven or eight was so Roroni like, kenshin aimed yeah. at kids that are seven or eight yeah that's <laughs> i always thought so <laughs> what's the age group what? for for my hero academia that's like, like the... that's like teenagers that's... okay because yeah, like they, yeah, i don't know they kind of like a shonen show style like uh, there's kind of they, they kind of hinted towards like maybe marital rape in it i don't remember that <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i don't want to i don't want to spoil it i'll text i'll, I'll message you about okay. it <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> but like American like kid shows also have like maybe not marital joke, but they have like adult jokes. Like yeah. I just saw something of like Dexter's lab and there's like he gets a lab assistant and the joke is she's a stripper and he's like, Oh yeah, no and she's like, Do you want me to dance? Like, yeah, sure, you can dance. She's like, Okay, it's fifty dollars extra. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah, we were just talking. There's a lot of Why? there's a lot of those shows from the '90s that actually. I mean, like if you look at like Pinky in the Brain and Courage the Cowardly Dog, and a lot of those cartoons were pretty on the edge. Okay. Yeah, or scary, or just or violent, or whatever. That's <laughs> yeah. kind of my point. Is like. I think that maybe we're more desensitized to it in American shows. I think there are some specific problematic elements of the way that women are represented in anime that are separate. Not that those don't exist here too, but they're not really comparable. Um, they're two separate issues that should each be discussed and addressed. Uh, and so I don't want to lump that and say like, yeah, anime it's just like american stuff because there are there are specific problems that exist in american cartoons and children's yeah. programming and anime but um i think we're just not as used like we're so used to it with the stuff that's on here that we kind of gloss over it in a lot of american shows i kind of agree yeah, exactly. but if i can take an extra 30 seconds and tell you about a show that uh both allison and i have been watching if that's cool uh can I just interrupt? Because I yeah. really want to say, uh, I tried to say this earlier, but I was accidentally muted. My favorite My Hero Academia character is Mount Lady. <laughs> yeah, she rules. Her, her name is extremely good. And her power is that she's like 80 feet tall. <laughs> and sexy. You forgot the and sexy part. Yes, she is. But no, she's an anime lady, so of course she's supposed to be sexy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, if you guys want a show that's anime and also uh, stars four high school girls and represents them very well without any kind of sexualization, like in any kind of way, but they're also very human and they make jokes about like puking and stuff like that. Like it, that sounds weird, but it, in the context, it makes total sense. Uh, watch a place further than the universe. Uh, I finished that show basically in a weekend. Allison's been watching it. She's been texting me, being like, "I love this. I love every minute of this." Um, it's maybe the best slice of life show I've ever seen. <laughs> it's extremely charming and cute, and has great comedy, but it also has heart. Like, it is genuinely laugh out loud funny, and then. It, it does its drama extremely well. So it's absolutely worth watching. And the the one line, what the show is, is that there's these four high school girls who feel like they aren't living a fulfilling life, and they're like, they're scared of missing out on their youth, so they all decide they're going to go to Antarctica. <laughs> That's pretty good. As it's, you do. Yeah, it's extremely good, and I highly recommend it to anyone here. <laughs> I, I have a friend who went to Antarctica didn't, didn't sound that great. I applied for a job to be a janitor at a research station in Antarctica <laughs> because I really wanted to go to Antarctica. Yeah, <laughs> my friend, my friend, uh, his grandpa is like a researcher, so he got to go with him and like do some research over the summer this year, and got stuck on a boat coming back. So their boat <laughs> there got delayed for maintenance, so they were stuck in like South America for a little bit. And then their boat coming back got delayed because there was a storm, but they were stuck on the boat for like two weeks. Uh. Uh, two weeks. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. A place further than the universe. Watch it. It's on Crunchyroll. <laughs> I spend, I spend five days a week with junior high school students. I don't really want to watch a TV show about high school students. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you didn't want to watch a TV show about, high school students uh you could uh pat did you want to talk about any video games 
Uh, I can just br- very briefly say uh, I continue to plow through the Divinity series, and those old games are good. Um, the first Divine Divinity and Beyond Divinity are really interesting and cool retrospective pieces if you want to check out some early 2000s role-playing. Um, and Divinity 2, I don't think, has any value unless you're invested in the lore of the world because it's very basic, like you click your mouse button and swing your sword. Like there's not a lot of, uh, there are better games in that space, but it's still interesting to see how the series evolved over time since each game in that series, aside from the two original sin games is very, very different from the previous one. So it's been fun and interesting. Uh, and otherwise, yeah, I don't know. I played, um, some destiny two and that game is fun to play. How much time? How much time have you had to put into each of those Divinity games? So the first game, I probably put around thirty-five hours into. Bear in mind, I'm mostly using walkthroughs for them because I would like to get through them in time to play the newer ones before Divinity Original Sin Six comes out. Uh, so um, I, I've been kind of using walkthroughs. The Divinity Two is the first one where I haven't felt like I needed one as much. Um, so like I'd say the first game probably like thirty-five to forty hours, maybe Beyond Divinity thirty to thirty-five. Um, and uh, but I really brute forced it at the end. I would have cheated if there was a way to cheat in that game. But when I got to the final battle, it was like agonizing. Like I would hit him, deal a sliver of health, and quick save, and then hit him, deal a sliver of health and quick save. Like that final battle took me like 40 minutes. Uh, and then divinity two, I think it's more like 25 to 30 hours maybe. So they're not like huge hundreds and hundreds of hours games, but they're meaty. Awesome. That's so, uh, let's finish up talking about games real quick by talking about a game that I've been playing. Um, uh you may wonder why i always go last it's because i do us in alphabetical order now just so you're all aware <laughs> uh, uh, i thought you were just polite no well i actually no. complete, complete sidebar apparently when running a meeting if you ask the the it's like really good technique to get everyone else to speak before you do i don't know anyway so i've been playing Again, I purchased today uh, for £6.80 at my local video game store called, uh, you may have heard of it, it's called No Man's Sky. Mm. <laughs> Never heard of it. What is it? Uh, it is a space Minecraft. Go. <laughs> uh, so it's space Minecraft. Um, I've not played No Man's Sky for... Is it though? It's not space Minecraft. <laughs> I mean, no, but it's got a lot of similarities. Um, yeah, I mean, like that's like that's like saying like Destiny is like Space Doom. <laughs> like, <laughs> then they both take place in space. Eh, yeah, Doom not all Doom. Place. Doom takes place and and hell. Yeah, right. Whatever. The majority of Destiny Two is taking place on fucking Mars. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um. So No Man's Sky, I'm sure you all remember, was a extremely overhyped game that I would say the majority of people who were in the know who followed the games industry knew exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, were I was extremely happy with the like thirty hours I put into the original uh, launch game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I literally played it for like three solid weekends, few hours a day, um, and like really enjoyed that game. Just super relaxing, headphones in, listen to some podcasts. Um, and just kind of going down the chain, seeing what I could find. Uh, I think it's got, um, I mean, I'm a little bit biased because I love 65 Days of Static, but I think it is one of the best video game soundtracks ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to it constantly, like, away from the game. Uh, it's, like, my number one reading music, pretty much. Um uh, yeah, so uh, I just want to talk a little bit more about what's changed. So um, when I loaded up the game, I'd forgotten to download my cloud save, and it just kind of boots up as if you've never played the game before. And the whole of everything, like the first, like, I played like four hours today, and I don't think I did anything that I was doing in the original version. So there's like a whole quest tracker system. Uh, There's like three storylines that I'm currently following. Um, All the storylines have like characters and like people you speak to in real life uh, that like actually are useful and like have traits. Uh, The story is super interesting. So like, I'm following a couple of different stories and both of them are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've improved some things and they've made in terms of like the way that you get resources and you manage them. And like, they've made it extremely easy to do that even with the basic equipment to like get a bunch of resources and sell them for a decent amount of money. Um, which is really cool. Um, they've made some things harder, but probably a bit more realistic. So like, when you find a broken down, like previously you could find broken down ships on planets and like sometimes that ship would be something that's worth like millions and millions of credits that you would just find and all you would need to do is repair a couple of systems and it was yours. Whereas um, I found a crashed ship earlier on today and it cleaned out my entire inventory and all of my money just trying to restore it and I didn't get it to full functioning. So I went to, <laughs> flew to a space station and waited for someone with an almost as good ship that was completely fixed and did them a trade. So, uh, like, that was like an hour of my life of just, like, hunting down resources, trying to wait for the right ship to turn up. Um, and it was really fun. It was just really relaxing and soothing and calm and just, like, a great experience. Um, that- oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm definitely going to play a lot more of it and uh, I'm really looking forward to the multiplayer expansion that's coming out uh, end of net. It comes out three days after my wedding, but I think I'll be free. Yeah, it's uh, that game is like, I'm with you in that. I I will say up front, like to me, the, uh, the shitty thing that, that Hello did was the fact that that initial uh, launch trailer which showed a bunch of shit that wasn't in the game at the end was on the steam store as the main trailer for that game. And that I think was really fucked up. Mm-hmm. They show a bunch of stuff as gameplay 
in the trailer that isn't in the actual game. And that was something that at the time I was like, I'm very happy with the game that I got. This is what I thought it was going to be. But I did feel for people who, who had gave refunds to people who cited that as the reason. Yep. 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 That was super sensible of them. It ultimately ended up being handled well, but I do empathize and think that like the way there were elements of that game's marketing that were fairly, um, false uh and i don't think i don't think it was really done on purpose i think that was what they wanted to make and i think that's what they were trying to make and i just don't think they got it there so i don't really think they were malicious about it but um there were aspects of like given that it wasn't going to be there i think they could have messaged a little clearer um around the launch of that game that hey this is now something we want to build on and they said that but they didn't really i I almost just really wish they had some at some point during development said, what if we say we're launching an early access instead and be honest and upfront it was, it was and a say early access. Right, it was, but that was it's kinda shitty to release it as a finished game when it clearly was in more of an early access style release. Um, well apparently they didn't want to put it out on disc, but Sony were like people love yeah. it want to sell discs of it. I've also heard that they did not want to charge the $60 fee. Yeah. Like they didn't want to charge a full price. They wanted it to be 20 to 30 bucks, but Sony pushed really hard. And that's why in that whole thing, I actually think Sony are the bad guys because then they <laughs> Definitely. totally flew through hello under the bus. And Shuhei Yoshida yeah. was talking about how like hello couldn't deliver and stuff. And it's like, uh, they, they aren't very good at PR. And <laughs> yeah. So anyway, like, all that you said, had them on stage. <laughs> All that said, uh, the, um, the the struggle I've had, I have that game installed on my PC now, and I really want to play it uh, like a ton because it was like close to my dream game when it came out, and at this point it kind of is that. Like hard science fiction video games are starting to finally come out more frequently, but that's my favorite kind of science fiction. So... Uh, but my feeling is like, it kind of is like an early access game now where I feel like I don't want to start it again. Cause I have the same thing that you had where like every time a major new patch comes out, it's almost like I want to play it from the beginning to see what has changed about the onboarding experience. And like, I don't know, it's weird. It feels like it's an early access game now. So I don't know if I want to put a ton of time into it, if a bunch of stuff is going to change. Yeah, weirdly, Sam. No, no, yeah, carry on. No. Uh, I was just gonna say, weirdly, the thing that broke me on that game was when it was like it came out like I don't know two weeks after release that planets and things you named like it got purged like every two or three weeks, and I was like, well, then what am I even naming all these planets and stuff after boy bands for? Like, what's the <laughs> point? Yeah. And then, like, I fell off, like, right after I learned that. Did, if they fix that, maybe I'll play again. Did, did you hear the new Backstreet Boys song? <laughs> no, I was never a Backstreet Boys fan, really. Like, you know, like, uh, is everybody... Backstreet's back, that's a good song. Uh, I want it that way, it's all right. Uh, more in sync, and they're never getting back together, so... Um, yeah, it's a very good game. I mean, uh, I, I, I played it when it was new. I didn't buy it and Xavier bought it because that seemed like the game he wanted. Um, and I don't know. I played it for a little bit and 
Uh, like the, the first couple of planets I landed on were like extremely hostile and really stressful. <laughs> so I had like nothing yet. <laughs> and I'm just like running. And, uh, and I just, uh, I found once it wasn't super hostile and stressful, it got real boring for so me real quick. That's, that's, it's funny. I think you would find that overall the experience is really boring for you. Um, it's all about what the proc gen gives you early on because I would say I ran into like three hostile planets out of maybe 60 when I was playing early. And for the most part, the planets were quite docile um, and chill. And I just kind of like floated around and grabbed stuff. But I think for most people, and this isn't like a judgment on anyone's taste at all. For most people, it's going to be boring because yeah. it, it is like super chill. Like I just run around and for me, it was like, Oh my God, that alien structure looks so weird. I didn't care that like, it didn't really do anything. I was just like <laughs> there for the art and music really. Yeah. That was kind of it. I think it, the reason I put as much time as I did into it is that I did like the way it looked a lot, mm. but everything except for any of the creatures or alien life and stuff. I just, I was a little bit disappointed because I was like, oh, it's procedurally generated. Everything's going to look super weird. And then it's like, you know, the same couple of things over and over and over again. Um, I really like, basically, if I get attacked, I get in my ship and I fly to another planet. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not here for this. That's funny. Like, I'm not going to play it on like casual mode because I do want to experience the story and stuff. And I think that that's kind of, and also you can't get trophies in casual mode, but like, I'm not, I'm not about that life. <laughs> yeah. Like there was a time in my life where I spent hours upon hours upon hours just mining in Minecraft and I had a great time, but that is not where I'm at at this point in my life. <laughs> I don't think I can spend my time doing something like that <laughs> more importantly sam i would like to second sam's endorsement of 65 days of static that band is amazing and i'm extraordinarily jealous of sam because he could potentially see them in his lifetime i will probably not did have any of you guys ever played like terraria or starbound i have played a lot of starbound i've played yeah. a little uh, bit of terraria but not a ton i've played multiple hundred hours of terraria whoa <laughs> That's me, a lot more than I've been starting. Nothing for me. <laughs> my best man and I sat with our two PCs next to each other when we used to live together and played Terraria for, I would say, about six months, like a half an hour to an hour, three hours a day. I can never get into the tone of those games, and it's the same problem that I had with Minecraft. Is like the concepts are fine to me, but the tone is just too like I don't know. I just didn't really like, I didn't really even like Starbound's look or feel. It was just, and this is maybe part of why I have a hard time with Stardew Valley too. It's just like that, like, was like cutesy in the wrong way for me. Like, I am definitely into things that are cute. Uh, like, for example, I'm super into the art in my time at Porsche, um, which at some point I play more of, which is kind of a Stardew Valley alike, but 3D. Um, but like a lot of the, I am not into the like, ha ha ha, it's funny. It's a penguin in a tank. That, that part of Starbound just didn't resonate with me at all. <laughs> uh, all the enemies in Terraria were like 
Cthulhu's and like floating eyes and like crazy yeah, ass cool stuff. They were I don't know the look of them just didn't it didn't quite click for me. I don't know. It's nitpicky and I don't think it's I think it's a again it's like a subjective thing. I don't think it says anything negative about those games because I think like some people are super into that art. My opinion is no more valid than theirs. Um, but yeah, uh, that was kind of the thing that kept me from investing heavily in those. Whereas like Subnautica and No Man's Sky are like very, very, very up my alley from an art perspective. So those click with me better. Cool. Okay. Um, I think the, um, yeah, and I also, one real quick thing is I finished God of War this week and that's an extremely good video game with a really uh, awesome closing kind of section. I feel like the end of that game is really good. Um, uh, we can maybe do a spoiler cast at some point in a distant future when we've all played that game or we've all played enough of it that we want to give up and rant about it. Um, but uh, speaking of giving up, what if we did a quiz? <laughs> <laughs> uh, for okay. those of you, there may be some listeners who are not into the quiz. I don't know who you are and what, what's wrong with you. Um, but if you want, just to let you know, we are going to be doing E3 predictions before E3. It's going to be probably the last podcast before E3 that will do it. Um, and June, I'm going to June 2nd. And I'm going to try and make it into a cool, fun points points related challenge in which points will be awarded uh, which will count in the quiz ranking for the year and there's probably going to be a great way to get a lot of points that week so you know start studying uh, <laughs> I, I would like to amend my statement june 2nd for me june 1st for the rest of you it'll probably be june 2nd by the time we start the podcast <laughs> for me hey, for some I, of us. I said I would be willing to start half an hour early ooh that would be nice anyway um, so okay. that means we'll start on time normally ah. <laughs> <laughs> question one so everybody knows Gary's mod but what's Gary's surname is it A Newman is it B, Kramer, or is it C, Costanza? It's pretty good. Sorry, well done, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> so let's see your answers in three, two, one. Everybody said A gets a point, says everyone but Andre. Uh, I, I was gonna say, but I was like, no, it can't be. Any. I, I, I totally I just, didn't. Sorry. I, I just, I just like Newman. <laughs> I mean, I just I like Gary Newman, the musician, a lot. <laughs> I did not realize that Gary from. That's, see, I thought I was like, that got to be a musician. I don't, I don't think that's the guy's name. <laughs> Question two. Warframe was first released in 2011. True or false? A being true, B being false. True, B being false. Okay, let's get your answers in. Three, two, one. Show them. 
Everyone put B, you're correct. It is false. So that's Erica and Andre. Dang, split down the middle. I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing it on Giant Bomb like when it first came out, and I don't think I was following Giant Bomb at that point. Question three. How many planets are in No Man's Sky to the nearest quintillion? Oh, God. Is that A, 18 quintillion, B, 75 quintillion, or C, 3 quintillion? Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's get your answers in. Three, two, one. And when you put A, you get points. That's Erica and Pat. It was was in a ton of marketing. Yeah, that's what I remember. 18 quintillion planets was like, that was like, said a lot. But you guys maybe didn't watch the the trailer every like four hours like I did. No, not so much. Uh, I, on a weird tangent of watching trailers over and over again, I watched the Daredevil first trailer for the Netflix series like a hundred times. And uh, Fiona would often walk in the room and be like, oh, for fuck's sake, are you watching the Daredevil trailer again? <laughs> I'd be like, there with headphones, I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, question four, what language are the titles for the theme musics for Madoka, Magica, whatever the full name of that show is, all written in. <laughs> so they're all written in the same language. Just the titles are all written in the same language. Is it A, Japanese, B, English, or C, Latin? Wait, okay, could you repeat the question? All the theme tunes for Madoka Magica are titled in the same language. So the titles are written in the same language. Okay. Your options are A. Wait, for the songs? Yeah. Okay. The song titles. Okay. Yeah, the song titles. I really struggled writing this question. (laughs) I knew the the facts that I wanted to use, but I did not know how to write it. Luckily, it's gone across after two to three times. Um, so, option one A is are they all in Japanese? B English or C Latin? Fun fact about me: I have a Latin GCSE, which is uh, a set of exams that we study when we're sixteen because we do exams at sixteen and eighteen. <laughs> I got a B in Latin. <laughs> Wait, is that a hint? <laughs> no. <laughs> My favorite Latin word is polyspaston, which means crane. Okay, like, let's like a bird or like like a crane that looks <laughs> like a looking crane. All the Latin textbooks, instead of being like um, you know, like normal foreign language textbooks, are like. This is things you can order in a restaurant. The Latin textbooks were like a novel just written in Latin. And uh, there's a chapter in the novel called Polyspaston, which is Crane. And uh, the entire chapter is about a senator um, intimidating this young, naive boy by taking him up on the crane and then being really fucking like, 
I'll just push you off his crane, bro. And like, <laughs> it's really good. It's this like is the, one of the weirdest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'll, I'll, like I'll I'm taking stock of all the things that have happened in my life, all the things I've heard. This is probably in like the top thousand weirdest moments. <laughs> if you so, consider that I probably had like hundreds of thousands of moments, that's <laughs> top tier. Um, so. Uh, are they written in A, Japanese, B, English, <laughs> or C, Latin? Uh, answers in three, two, one. Everyone who goes C, you're correct. <laughs> How could it not be Latin after all that talking? And also, the only, the answer was definitely going to be the language that wasn't English or Japanese, otherwise that would not have been a notable feature of the show. Because every other show's titles are either in English or Japanese. Yeah, I think the, the full title, Puella Magi, Madoku yeah. Magica, I think that's the Latin. first two words are Latin, right? Yep. That's why I guess that. <laughs> I, I feel like I know what Puella means, but I can't drag it up. What, what's up, Andre? If, if it had been like French. Something in Latin, like French, German, or Latin. It would have been tougher, maybe. I don't know. I think Puella's girl. Puella means girl. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's magical girl. All the characters in the Latin textbook had really, really like on the nose names. The mum was called Matella, which is just means mother. So you know. Question five. Uh, many of the cities and locations in My Hero Academia are named after places from what famous franchise? Is it A, DC Comics? Is it B, Naruto? Or is it C, Star Wars? I don't remember any of the city names in that show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize until he gave me all the choices. I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> This is one that I actually realized and then double checked it to make sure I was right. <laughs> I think I know what it is then. All right, let's do this. Okay, so let's see your answers in three, two, one. Everyone who put Star Wars, you are correct. Andre, are you holding the cards up upside down as a protest or? You've done upside down. <laughs> For me, on my camera, they're showing. Uh, yeah. they're showing backwards. So I don't know. Weird. I see. I see them backwards. Did everybody get that right, or did everyone but Pat get that right? No, I got it wrong. So I thought. What, what are some of the city names? I seem Wait, to remember. It was a Tatooine, definitely. Yeah, I remember the Tatooine. When I don't, when I don't remember Sam the other. said I had to check to make sure it was right, I was like, oh, well, it's not DC, because Sam was DC. So, yeah, yeah, I thought maybe he meant check to make sure that all of them were, and not oh. just, like, one. I think one of them is called, like, Mustafar, which is named after... Star Wars where, one, yes. Yeah, where um, thingy gets chopped. Yeah, um, sure. One, one's just Jabba's asshole. Wait, it's really like, weird. Like, wait, where thingy gets chopped? Is this does this relate to that like circumcision thing that I sent you guys a few weeks ago? Not, not at all. No. I, oh, uh, okay. And I'm glad I did. There's a Tatooine station and a Dagobah municipal park. Right, I remember the Dagobah. That's what it was. I don't think I could watch that show if that was the case. 
<laughs> they, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't come up very often. It, yeah, no, no. It never comes up. <laughs> I don't mean that. That that I think that that's bad either. I just don't think I would be able to focus on the show if I knew they were in Dagobah Park. <laughs> it's a me thing. There's also um, one of the heroes, All Might, whenever he uh, uses oh. his power, he screams a location, usually in the United States, and then smash. So you're like, you know, your intro to him is just like him screaming, Texas smash, and then punching really harder, like Detroit smash. That's weird. In the latest episode, I think it was a portmanteau of Delaware and Washington smash. <laughs> um, oh, I, should, I should watch this show. You should good. watch this show, it's really good. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Ron Howard narration of Star Wars and you hope? No. <laughs> yes. Uh, they basically... Is Toshi Station a location in yeah. My Hero Academia? <laughs> uh, so I've sent it to you now. It's Ron Howard narrating Star Wars and you hope uh, as if it was an Arrested Development episode. Uh, oh. so, like, it's, yeah. It's incredible. It's so funny. And like, so if you're funny. like me and you're obsessed with Arrested Development... Uh, it's even better, uh, but it's. I sent you guys the clip. But uh, people listening who are not on this podcast, who I know that may not be a large number, uh, but uh, you should Google Arrested Development Star Wars. I'm pretty sure I sent that when it came out to the group chat. I think you did, Andre. And, There's this uh, thing recently where I keep sending things to the group chat and then people post <laughs> it on Facebook and they tag me. I'm like, or they tag other people. I'm like, hey, I sent this to you. <laughs> it's like the whole I made this meme thing. It's it's because you uh, send them at a regular time for you, but it's like 2 a.m. for all these guys. So I see them and I'm like, oh, Andre, oh, that's funny. Hey, I, I read through like 99 or more messages every morning when I wake up. I super do not. (laughs) I do 90% of the time, but if I just see a large conversation about like wrestling or something, I'm like, "Uh like, uh (laughs) Like I'll skim it, but yeah. You know, like if there's something for a specific person, like I sent Alex, the man who dabbed. Yeah. I was so upset. I was so upset that nobody dabbed at the royal wedding. There were so many children there. Like, <laughs> like literally so many of them. And I was like, just one of you fucking dab. Fiona's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's what, what a lovely wedding. Don't they look like they really love each other? And I'm like, why the fuck are none of these children dabbing? <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy television. that was your reaction. Like, they were there on TV for like an hour. And like, they're, you know, 11 to 13. They have no idea of consequences. Like, they could be dabbing all the fucking time. It's <laughs> a real letdown. They would be sentenced to death if they did. And we don't have the death penalty in the UK. You just have to hang out with Prince Philip for a while and he steals your life force. <laughs> um, speaking of stealing your life force, uh, let's finish this podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, like and subscribe. Or more accurately, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Or Google Play. Or Google Play? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Google Music. It's not, I don't think it's on yeah. Google Play. Oh, it's fucking stupid. Soon to be dead service, Google Play Music. <laughs> well, it's like, no, it'll still be functional, but 
that's going to be competing against YouTube music. What the fuck is YouTube Google doing? Like, ah. <laughs> our resident Google expert, Andre. Yeah. Apparently, they took do, don't don't be evil out of their mission statement or whatever. <laughs> Not uh, I still think that it's douchey that uh, Google names all of their releases after things that are sweeter than apples. That's why it's, it's all desserts. It's yeah, because they're the because they are sweeter than apples. That's the original <laughs> reason. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Um, thanks for liking and subscribing. And uh, I think what you should do this week is everybody, if you're listening to the show, you should share it with a friend. <laughs> This episode, like a, I feel, is you're setting up a pyramid. Don't do that. You're setting up a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> There's no money involved. And then they, we don't get. Paid and then they tell two friends. And yeah, then they, they tell two friends. <laughs> and what what you do is you share our podcast with them, and then you tell us that you've done it, and we share your podcast with two friends. <laughs> if there's no money changing, and, it's just a social experiment, not a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I think this is more of a uh, triangular plan. So, and then, uh, <laughs> and then you can find us at ultimateenjoyment.biz. <laughs> Real quick, I'm just going to buy that domain. Um, <laughs> no, I can't buy domains. I have no money. Um, yes, uh, I, for most of, well, I think all of this episode have been Sam Harrison. Uh, you've, we've also been joined. You can find me online at SGCH on anything important. Um, not Pinterest. Um, uh, you can find Alex online by Googling him. On a note, I, I did actually register Coolslaw on uh, Pornhub.com, so you can find me there, but I'm not going to post anything. <laughs> so. That's so, sorry, very good. That website, Alex? <laughs> and prospective future employers. I'm not familiar with that website. It's a it's a website that you can use for video games if you wanted, <laughs> and people do. Yeah, for Fortnite, <laughs> you can watch movies there too, like 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 Pixar movies and stuff. <laughs> no, they're pixelated, the pixelated movies. No, they don't pixelate stuff oh. there. That's uh, yeah. There's a lot of good Overwatch content online, Andre. <laughs> Uh, you can you can I gotta go change my Twitter uh, handle. Uh, <laughs> Only if he starts commenting with that account a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Cool slot C O O L S L four W on Twitter. Uh, Cray underscore Dre on uh, Instagram. Uh, Alex, I feel like I should give you a 2018 mission to get the Pornhub account and Coleslaw higher in the Google search results than uh, Andre's Twitter account. <laughs> Erica, get that one point. <laughs> um, you could listen to my other podcast, Tempered Expectations, about video games and wrestling, and maybe now anime too. It's a great podcast. Thank you. You should not have tempered expectations for this podcast. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, we work hard on it, but, you know, we're still who we are. <laughs> but And then you can also follow me on Twitter at Erica, spelled A-I-R-E-H-C-U-H. And uh, last but not least, Pat. 
Uh, you can find me at JesterPC and my blog is at GamingInConfidence.com. Uh, since I'm working now, I haven't had time to write video game related things because my job now involves a lot of writing. So still finding that balance. It's like a week and a half in, so I'll get there. Um, yeah, so uh, regular service announcements. Uh, make sure we'll be back next Saturday as always. Weekend after, we're going to be doing E3 bets um, and I will put I will make sure that next week, everyone, I'll talk through the rules and regulations so it gives people a week to think about it. And if anyone wants to play along at home... Uh, beautiful for- Joe 2. 3. Beautiful Joe 3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a freebie from Andre for everyone. Uh, he obviously lives in Japan, so he's got... He knows. Um, they've had it in Japan for four I years. To- I went to Capcom. I, st- I came. I saw... I conquered. I beat Vinny Beautiful Vinny Joe Vinny. 3. Veni Vidi Vici, Beautiful Joe. Yeah? Some Latin for you. Okay, my soul conquered. <laughs> uh, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I don't have any other service announcements, but you should probably all watch that Arrested Development Star Wars thing that Andre showed us all. Thanks for listening. Speak to you next week. Bye. 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 So long.